Why can't I change after all these years? Why can't I change my ways? I find it so strange after all these years, I'm still more or less the same. These words are the refrain to the song, Why Can't I Change, by the music group known as Passenger. And I thought of these words while preparing for this wonderful solemnity today, the solemnity of Corpus Christi, the Holy Eucharist, the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, the sacrament of the Eucharist, a great gift to the church. This past week, I was on retreat at a conference at the Franciscan University of Steubenville, my alma mater. It was a priest, deacons, and seminarians conference. And during one of the homilies, the priest said something that really struck me. It's something I've heard before, something I've thought about before. It's something I've probably even preached on before. But it really stayed with me this time. He said that because the Eucharist is truly Jesus Christ. The Eucharist is truly the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Savior. Then just one Holy Communion, just one communion with our Lord is enough to make us holy, is enough to make us saints. Now, most of us have been receiving Holy Communion for many years. Some of us even receive the Eucharist every day. And so if the Eucharist truly has the power to make us holy, to make us saints, to change us, then we need to contemplate the question posed to us in the song by Passenger. Why can't I change after all these years, why can't I change my ways? Many of us maybe feel like that. We feel that we're stuck in the same patterns we've been in for years. We feel we come to Mass and we pray, but we're not changing. We're not growing in holiness. Well, the answer lies in the difference between ex opere operato and ex opere operantis. Now, I am not a Latin scholar. Many people are surprised to learn that while I was in the seminary, I actually didn't study Latin. But when you're in the seminary and you're priest, you learn Latin sayings and some prayers in Latin. And in sacramental theology, you learn the difference between ex opere operato and ex opere operantis. Ex opere operato is a Latin expression which literally translated means by the work worked. What this basically means is that when a sacrament is validly celebrated, the sacrament always confers God's grace, always. God always shows up in the sacraments, in other words. As long as I validly celebrate this Mass today, Jesus Christ comes to us in the Holy Eucharist. The bread and the wine become the body and blood of Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter if the priest is in mortal sin. 
Jesus still comes to us in the Eucharist and in the sacraments. So it's the objective part of the sacraments. God always gives his grace in the sacraments. Ex opere operantis, on the other hand, is the subjective part of the sacraments. Literally translated, it means from the work of the worker. It refers to the inner dispositions of our hearts when we receive the sacraments. So at this Mass, when I pray the words of consecration, this is my body, this is my blood, the bread and the wine, become for us the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Ex opere operato. When you and I come up to receive the Eucharist today into our hearts, ex opere operantis, my dispositions, what's happening in my heart. So this is the answer to the question, why can't I change after all these years? It's not because the Eucharist doesn't confer grace. It does. It's because you and I don't always have the proper inner dispositions of our hearts to receive God's grace effectively. What are your interior dispositions? What's what's going on in your heart when you receive communion? Do you prepare your heart to receive this great gift of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. When you come to receive the Eucharist, do you have the expectation that Jesus Christ is going to do great, amazing things in your heart and in your life? When is the last time you made a really good confession to clear out the spiritual clutter that may be getting in the way of allowing Jesus to work in your heart. You see, the reason that many of us feel that we are not growing in holiness, that we're not growing in virtue, is because we're not allowing Jesus to work in our hearts. Think about it. Jesus Christ, our Savior, a divine person, God, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, the very reason for our being, comes to us miraculously each day in the Eucharist. And he abides with us in the tabernacle. He stays with us. Many of us treat it like it's just some boring routine that we go through. See, I can fall into this too. We take it for granted. But this is a miracle. Every time we come to receive the Eucharist is a miracle. And Jesus wants to change us. He loves us so much that he abides with us. He stays with us in this sacrament. Jesus gives himself to us completely. In the gospel we just heard, the multiplication of the loaves and the fish, he wasn't content just to give enough. If you listen to that gospel, there are 12 wicker baskets left over. In other words, Jesus wants to fill our lives until our lives are overflowing with his grace. He wants to give us abundance of grace. Jesus gives himself to us completely. The question is, do you and I give ourselves to him completely? When we receive 
the Eucharist and we go back to our pew to spend time in prayer and dialogue with our Lord, do we say things to him like, Jesus, thank you for coming to me today in this great sacrament. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, please change me. Jesus, please change my heart. Jesus, heal my heart. Jesus, I open myself now to all that you want to do in me and through me. See, this is the dialogue we should have with our Lord after we receive him in this great gift of Holy Communion. My brothers and sisters, on this wonderful feast of Corpus Christi, let's really allow Jesus to change our hearts when we receive him today in Holy Communion. Tell Jesus from your heart today when you receive him, Lord, I want for me what you want for me.